What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we're going to wrap up the NHL season and look ahead to the offseason. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, so let's get right into it. The Stanley Cup Finals wrapped up last night. The Tampa Bay Lightning are the champions of the 2019-2020 season. What a great time they uh, had in the bubble. I mean, they, they, they really played very well. And all of this stuff that has eluded Tampa Bay for years, the winning in the playoffs, the winning when it matters most, not being able to handle teams who played strong defense, all of those questions were answered in Tampa Bay. I thought they absolutely deserved it this year as the uh, Stanley Cup champions. So what we're going to do is wrap up everything with the uh, the bubble, with the NHL, look ahead to the offseason, and see what we've learned in these last few weeks. So overall, I would say the NHL bubble was a huge success, just as successful as the, NA, uh, the NBA bubble. And we learned something here that that was the right approach, right? What the NBA did, what the NHL did, the bubble, making sure nobody gets out or in, secluding those players, that was clearly the right move. It kept them safe. There were no big coronavirus concerns. As a matter of fact, this morning, as we record this show, we're recording at about uh, uh, 8.30 Pacific on uh, Tuesday morning, and there was a report that came out and said that uh, the Tennessee Titans had had so many positive tests for coronavirus, they were shutting down their facilities. And since they played the Minnesota Vikings last weekend, uh, the Vikings were doing the same. So, you know, we're seeing things happen right now in the NFL. I'm sure that we have not seen the, the last of it with college football. I think this bubble, the whole bubble idea, certainly for professional sports, is the best idea and the best way to go. So the bubble was definitely a big success. What we also learned is that young teams struggled. Young teams struggled mightily, okay? Teams who had been together for a while, played together for a while, and knew each other clearly had the advantage here, and that's for two reasons. First of all, it's simply the experience of playing in the NHL, playing in different situations. Those who were more experienced handled the change better. But above that, it was the fact that they had, if, if, if you're a vet and you played for a while, there's a much better chance you've been on that team for a longer time. So you know the system, you know the players, so on and so forth. Younger teams struggled, older teams did much better in the bubble. There wasn't as much time, wasn't as much travel. You got to hang out there right after the game, go back to the hotel. So, you know. These are all concepts that these are some things we learned over the bubble, but we're not going to be able to apply this again, right? Unless the NHL does another bubble, there's not going to be another reason or way to apply this. But we did learn that in this bubble, young teams struggled, older teams did better. Now, what we saw in the West compared to the East was very different in this tournament. The West was dominated by defensive teams, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Dallas Stars, right? The heavy... Uh, you know, defensive teams in the West, those are the teams who advanced and did well. Teams like the Avalanche and the Blues, more uh, finesse teams, teams who really relied on getting up and down the ice, who have a lot of forwards, you know, a lot of talent on forward, those teams did struggle. Now, I mean, the Avs and Blues still played pretty good defense, but you get my point. Those teams who really stressed defense and won with their defense won in the West. The East was much different. The East won with talent. You know, teams like Tampa Bay. Now, 
I want to also clear something up. The New York Islanders are not just a defensive team. They got that rap through, through the last couple of years. The New York Islanders can score. There were several series in the bubble, several games this regular season, where the Islanders got in some shootouts, and they were just fine. In the past, the Islanders, if they, if they gave up three or four goals, they were dead. Not this year. The Islanders were very much a talented team right on the level with the Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, the other teams who did well in the West. So, or in the East, I should say. So the West defense won in the bubble. In the East, it really was talent that won. And since the the Tampa Bay Lightning ended up putting it all, you could say the talent won the whole thing. Now, as I was alluding to, in the bubble in general, we didn't learn that much, right? In terms of applying things to our handicapping moving forward. It was a very unique situation. I applied several things in these bubble games that I will likely never apply again. So it was good to adapt. It was good to be flexible as a handicapper, to be able to change my handicaps on the fly. I thought very sharply, but a lot of the stuff we learned, we simply won't be applying in the future. Now, what can we apply in the future? What can we look for these next few months until hockey starts back up again, which is, I think, December 1st. We've only got like two full months of an offseason, which is great. But a few things to look for the next couple months as you're handicapping, preparing for the start of the NHL season. Number one, look for trades and transactions. This is going to be the most important thing. Who's leaving? Who's going to certain teams? Which good teams are getting better? Which bad teams are getting worse? Which bad teams are getting better? And which good teams are getting worse? Right? You're going to want to keep a nice track, a nice tally of where some of these players are moving around in the NHL. Second, look for coaching changes and what coaches say. There's going to be coaching changes. Some coaches will get fired, some let go, some quit. You know, There will be a nice little coaching carousel in the NHL, but it's not just what, where coaches go and where they land. It's what they're saying. And there are a lot of coaches. I'll look to the Colorado Avalanche. I want to see what Jared Bednar says this offseason. Is he going to stress more defense? Did the Avalanche learn anything by getting to the second round and losing two years in a row? Are they going to look to change their style of play in the regular season? Or does Jared Bednar say, hey, look, we got there a couple years in a row. It was due to bad luck, the bubble, so on and so forth. We're not changing a damn thing, right? These will affect our handicaps, the way we approach these teams, especially early in the season next year. First couple weeks of the season will be telling based on what these coaches are saying and where these coaches go. Number three, look for young teams getting better, young talent getting better. The New York Rangers are a young team that will get better. The Detroit Red Wings are a young team that will get better. I'm not sure how much better for Detroit, but you get my point. Uh, The Edmonton Oilers, a young team who will get better. You have to factor this in. If you just look at teams who don't make many moves, many trades, many transactions, and simply say, well, they didn't look to get anyone in the offseason. Looks like they're not pushing to make a you know a run next year, that's not always the case. Many of these teams just need one offseason of more work to take that next step. And there are a lot of teams that fall under that category. I just named a few, but look for young talent getting better. And lastly, if you're going to use data, which I highly recommend, use last season's regular season stats compared to the bubble. The bubble was a unique situation. We're not going to get to recreate a lot of these situations and a lot of the instances we had in the bubble. So largely, look for last season's regular season stats for the most up-to-date recent data on these teams. So... That does it for today's show. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, we don't stop. We've got plenty of stuff coming up the next couple weeks. Obviously, college football, NFL, soccer. So stay tuned here. But no more hockey for the next few months. And we just put a bow on it for the Sharp Angle podcast. So thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow on the Sharp Angle. Sharp Angle.